0: to Crime Shots. This is Brie. I'm Nikki. Uh, I apologize if you hear uh, the dogs. Someone is mowing and they don't like it. (laughs) Um, So this is our first update episode. Yes, update episode. Very first one that we've ever done, especially when it comes to our unsolved cases. We love getting an update because that means something's moving forward, right? In this case... We have an update for the episode we did on Brittany McGlone. All right, uh, like what, like so? Okay, so there's many options for listening to Crime Shots. We have Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, um, a, a bunch that I can't even remember. But our podcast host is Anchor, right? Right. So, uh, all of our episodes are also available on the Anchor website. But this host. Also tells us lots of stuff that They tell us how many listeners we have, which episodes are most listened to, and countries that we're listened in, allegedly. 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 <laughs> right. So, for example, our most listened to episode right now uh, is obviously the Brandon Lawson episode. It has and always been the most listened to episode. So, if you haven't listened to it, you're missing out. Um, as far as countries, it says that we're listened to in places like Canada, Ireland, most recently Romania. Yeah, Romania. Hello, Romania. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where the vampires are? <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. It was, on oh, the, it was on the cartoon, so obviously it's true. Anyway, so this host basically keeps everything in one place for us, but it also allows listeners to leave us a voicemail, which we received one. We did. We got our voicemail. Yes, and I don't think that we told them that it was our first voicemail. Oh. But it was. So we received a voicemail from a... Miss Patricia. Now, like I said, we did an episode a few weeks ago on Brittany McGlone. Please go back and listen to that episode. Uh, It's an unsolved case, and it's super important that her information gets out there. Absolutely. But But Brittany was murdered in Winsboro, Texas, and her murder is still unsolved. So Patricia is Brittany's mom, Mm -hmm. right? So we called and uh, spoke with her spent about an hour on the phone with her, would you say it was about an hour? Yeah. Talking about Britney and talking about the case. So just a little bit about Patricia that I didn't know, um, that I was able to we were able to pick up on just based off of what she was telling us. She's a retired nurse and she's teamed up with Brittany's sister, who is not her daughter, but it's Britney's sister. And they've they've basically become each other's support system in this whole thing and they are actively trying to help the case get something done trying mm-hmm.
1: to get something done on there
0: so um in the articles I read originally everything kind of made the situation out to be like like the mom's really involved in rumors and assumptions but I didn't I didn't really get that from her at all and uh in my opinion she's she's about facts and yes. She wants to see that there's no stone left unturned, obviously, and but she does listen and she pays attention to everything that's being said, but she doesn't just throw stuff out there just willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. So I also feel like she's been super supportive of law enforcement and their investigative process. Obviously, there were some mistakes in Brittany's case, which we'll get into in a little bit, but she just seemed like, okay, there's these mistakes. What can we do to fix it? What can we do to move forward and, and solve this? She's not necessarily focused on that, you know? Right. Overall, she was extremely nice and just wants justice for Brittany. Absolutely. And I feel like talking to her was just like talking to somebody that I've known forever. Yes. Yeah. I like her so much. Yes. Yes, we definitely, definitely like Patricia. There are a few things that were incorrect that she gave us a bit more insight on involving the entire case. So I'll just get right into it. Originally, I said Brittany was born in Winsboro, and she was actually born in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Her father was in the Air Force, and at the time Brittany was born, he was stationed there. So she she was born in Alamogordo, New Mexico. I mentioned that Brittany graduated from high school in 2006, which I didn't. We didn't even talk about this with Patricia, but I also graduated in 2006. <gasps>
1: You're telling your age. That's okay. I'm old. I mean, I'm not even
0: going to (sighs) say anything. (laughs) You are my older sister. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So, uh, but what I did not know is that she graduated with honors. Mm -hmm. I just felt like it's important to note that because I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Smart girl. Right. Also, while she was still in high school, she actually already had a job. At a place called Alco, which is like a retail store. When Patricia was explaining it to us, she described it as being like a Walmart. Yeah, like a small town Walmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then after graduation, like we talked about in the previous episode, she ended up getting a second job at at a Lowe's. What I wasn't clear on is that it's not a Lowe's department store. It was a distribution center. Right. So they filled orders versus like customer service based stuff. Mm -hmm. We also talked about... Britney's boyfriend, Jeff, how he was her first boyfriend, but I had a suspicion that they probably knew each other in high school. That was more or less confirmed that I think they knew of each other, but were not acquainted in any way while in high school. Right. The way they got acquainted is Jeff's mom was actually a manager at the ALCO where Britney worked. So after graduation, she became more familiar with her and the family, including Jeff. So... According to Brittany's mom, they had only dated for, like, six months. In my opinion, that's still, like, a fairly new thing. Oh, yeah. But I also remember when I was her age and thinking six that's... months is basically a lifetime and we're practically sharing a mortgage. Yes. So, especially with it being her first boyfriend, it's that's serious. Right. Remember how I said they were, like, on again, off again? Mm-hmm. Okay. They actually broke had broken up, like, a month before her murder. And had just recently gotten back together and had only been back together for like a week before she was murdered. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I didn't know, but I was able to verify. The night of the murder, obviously she was murdered in Jeff's house. She had gone there after work to take a nap and everybody left and while they were gone, she was murdered. Please go back and listen to the episode. It's very, very, very important. The night of the murder, Jeff and his stepdad were both arrested. Do you remember when she was telling us about this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was able to verify this. Apparently, both of them had warrants. So, when they called the cops about the murder, you know, cops go out there, they obviously look at everybody, and they had warrants, so they were arrested that night.
1: Mm-hmm. That we- says a lot. Just that right there says a lot. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they weren't arrested in relation to Brittany's murder, but they were already in trouble. So, we talked about how the crime scene was contaminated, right? So apparently, there was all kinds of people like just in and out, so normally, when there's a crime scene, it's like roped off or taped off so that not just anyone can like just walk around and mess up stuff, whether it be right. intentionally or unintentionally and it was never indicated that like this happened on purpose or anything. it just seemed like at the time people didn't really care enough to preserve anything.
1: Right. I think that, I think that explains it pretty well is they just didn't care enough. Right. Almost to preserve as if
0: everything. Yeah, almost as if they just wanted like everything just over closed and shut. Like mm-hmm. we want to be done with this. So, everybody was just in and out, walking all over everything, talking to whoever, you know, messing with whatever they wanted to mess with. So, that contaminates it. In fact, Jeff's family were actually back in the house the same night. Right. So, it's not like the house was closed off for several days for investigative purposes. And they, you know, went in with a fine-tooth comb. Like, they looked at everything that day and then turned it back over to the homeowners that night. Which is weird yeah, to me. Yeah, and I'll be completely honest with you. If something like that happened in my house. I don't know. I don't know if I could just sleep there. How do you go back there? Yeah.
1: not. I mean, not just even the same night, but just, like, ever.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And I guess if I, if I if I was, like, forced to or something... And I had to be in there, like I'd be looking at everything. Mm. I'd be like, Did did we have did we have dirt right there before? Right. Or like this bookshelf is full of dust except this spot. Why is this spot not full? Like I would be like super observant, like overly observant. Yes. So this all of this leads me to my next misunderstanding. That's what I'm gonna call it. Okay. <laughs> I said that investigators believe that the person wrapped themselves in Saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't.
1: Bri, I can't with you, Bree. Okay, go we ahead. Had,
0: we had like a full on ten minute conversation in the last episode about it.
1: Well, to be fair, I didn't do the research on this case. You
0: did, and so hey, don't uh, knock me. I'm hey. just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, that's. I mean, okay. <laughs> In my defense, I did read this, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me start off by saying this. It's not true at all. <laughs> 100% Can you, like, not true. Send me the link of what sure. website you got that on. That would be great. Sure. But I did read an article, and someone had quoted a theory from Facebook. So basically, there was a conversation that had been had on Facebook, whether it be through comments or whatever. And, uh, you know, someone said, Well, well, if there's no evidence of this and they must have been wrapped in saran wrap and someone ran with that so in the article what they said was it is believed it is okay go ahead it is believed that the person may have wrapped themselves in saran wrap
1: did the did the article actually say that though because the reason the reason i say that and i didn't say anything during the episode because i thought well she read it you know but I did read it. I, I was thinking, because that's a saying. That's like something that it, that that people say. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm, it's like I'm, I've never heard this because <laughs> because there's no DNA or anything, and it's like, oh, it's like they wrap themselves in Saran wrap because no, there's nothing there. Oh, I wish so, I had known this. I have never I heard read- this
0: before. So if see that's my lack of knowledge because if I had known that, then I would have read what I read properly but also keep in mind we are very very amateur researchers and nowhere in this article does it say investigators believe that the saran wrap situation (laughs) and I don't know why I read it that way but I went back and looked at all of my sources and it does not say that anywhere so I'm sorry that's wrong. Um, anyway. Now, I also referenced a sheriff that may or may not have been let go due to processes taken in Britney's case. This is partially incorrect. I did say in the episode that I was unable to verify this information, but I can verify it now. There were actually two. I mean, okay, so I couldn't find whether or not they were actually in office in 2007, but... There was a sheriff, Jim Brown, who was indicted on counts of official oppression and another for abuse of his official capacity, uh, completely unrelated to Brittany's case. Yes. And then, so the indictment actually says, Wood County Sheriff did with intent to harm another, it says a person, which is his neighbor. Did unlawfully then and in there intentionally and knowingly misuse government property services personnel and other and any other thing of value belonging to the government that had come into custody and possession of James Brown by virtue of James Brown's office and employment by using the services of Officer Dustin Moffitt and Wood County Sheriff's vehicle to obstruct and prevent access.
1: Where did you get this information?
0: Uh, this is the uh, county court document. Okay. That's part of that's just part of the indictment. Um, so basically he, what I read of like a, like a sum, he wouldn't let somebody on property that belonged to that person and used his capacity to do it, but it did belong to that person. It's, I don't know, it's a long thing. And then another, then, uh, Chief Deputy Miles Tucker was also arrested, unrelated to Brittany's case, on two counts of tampering with evidence and one count of official oppression, then he ended up getting an aggravated perjury thing. So those are the two things that, or those are the things people are talking about when I, in the article. However, they are unrelated to Brittany's case. Right. But apparently all of these charges were dropped. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. well, that's interesting.
0: I mean, you know. Now, with all that being said, you would not believe the amount of sheriffs and investigators that have come through Wood County and or have had their hands on this case. One would say, there's quite a few hands in the honeypot. Yes, that's see, that's a saying. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't make fun. Don't tease. So we have Lieutenant Jerry Blaylock. Uh, he was with the Criminal Investigations Department with Wood County, um, and he had been with the department for like 12 years since January of 2009. So he's worked on it. Then you have uh, Sheriff Tom Castlew, who he was the chief deputy in Wood County from 2013 to 2015, and then was the sheriff from 2017 to December of 2020. So he's now retired. So obviously he worked on it a little bit. Then we have Sheriff Dwayne Doherty. Uh, He was the Wood County Sheriff. Then he was the Wood County Constable. Then he was a special deputy for the U.S. Marshals. Working as a court security in the Tyler Federal Building. So he dipped his hands in. Then we have Missy Wolf, who worked for the Texas Office of the Attorney General. She has been a police lieutenant with the Attorney General's office since 1995 to current. That's that's a long time. Anyway, so uh, the OAG's office usually steps in at the request of local prosecutors. So that's why they would have stepped in. Her name may be more familiar in regard to the Rodney Reed case. She's she's involved in that one. Um, anyway, I don't remember if I talked about it on Britney's episode. But I did read it. So I do remember reading this. But there was an email sent from Missy to a man named William Berg. I'll I'll discuss, discuss him in a minute. But Missy included Brittany's parents, Ron and Patricia, in the email. And it basically says that... One of the suspects in Britney's case is pleading out on another rape and assault case, which I'll discuss later. But it details the terms of the plea deal, but more or less he basically got away with it. And so she's sending this email to this other person saying, you know, this is all that's happening, blah, blah, blah. Um, and a- apparently the OAG's office is almost positive that this person is responsible for Britney's murder. What evidence they have, I'm not really sure because, obviously, they're keeping a lot of stuff on the on the down low. You still with me? The DL. Yeah. But, yeah, they're watching this person. So, William Berg, like I said, was another investigator with the Wood County Sheriff's Office. So, th- these are just, like, the tip of the icebergs of people that have looked at the case file. So, you would think, with that many eyes... Somebody would have been like, oh, this looks fishy. This doesn't look right. Yeah. So, but not yet. So moving on to suspects. We talked about one of the suspects being Chad Carr, right? Chad was dating Jeff's sister. Now, there's a lot about Mr. Chad that I did not know. For example, he was previously married and has kids. And at the time, 2007, he's dating a high school girl. Right? Right. We talked about his lengthy arrest record, his burglary in 2000, his um, different assault cases, stuff like that. And then we talked about an aggravated sexual assault case that he basically got away with. And remember, we said that if he had murdered Brittany and had been put away for that, the other, the previous case, then he wouldn't have been out to murder Brittany. Right. If, if he did it. Well, I found out a little bit more about this aggravated sexual assault case so, apparently, he beat his ex-wife with a bat. I know. Yeah. And, apparently, he also raped her in front of their kid. But, I mean, let's let him out. God forbid. But, according to the, the Missy lady from the OAG's office and her email, the victim in that case is satisfied with the plea deal. I don't and, understand that, anyway. and I just feel like I'm not. I'm not <laughs> well, satisfied no. with that.
1: And our opinion is what matters.
0: Yeah, I mean they should totally call me before they make these kind of decisions. Anyway, yeah. So he's out right now. He's not. He's not locked up. And. Well, he got out recently, right? Like yeah. Got out in 2020 or something. Yeah, like November. He's possibly living in Amarillo. That's fun. Yeah. So just heads up to all of the people over there. Just a couple of more things. The. The mom and stepdad of Jeff that were living in the house at the time, they're both, they've both passed since then. And, you know, Jeff's never been ruled out as a potential suspect. I'm not saying that he is on the radar or not. I'm just saying he's never been ruled out. Nobody has. And, uh... Yeah.
1: Well, and to go back to a little bit of, you know, the first episode, you said they saw him on surveillance at the airport getting mm-hmm. somebody from the airport. Picking up a relative. He wasn't there. Right. But, I mean, there's like a very large window mm-hmm. of time of death, I believe. Yeah. And it's so- from like 7.30 a.m. to like 3.30 p.m. or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very large Window exactly, so I'm not pointing fingers, I'm just um, it doesn't take an
0: entire day to drive from information, right? It doesn't take an entire day to drive from Winsboro to Dallas and back, it just doesn't. So, but apparently, for them, it takes an entire day. Also, to note, when we were talking to Patricia, we asked her if you know she was aware of Chad, and she didn't know anything about him until after Britney's murder. So I just feel like that's kind of important to know because maybe, I feel like maybe Brittany was not affiliated with him either. Um, and she did say uh, that there are other suspects that and law enforcement have talked about. You can definitely tell that there are things that Patricia does not talk about um, because she does not want it to interfere with the investigative process. So she didn't just start popping off names to us. Right. But there are other suspects, so they're looking. There was, there was also, she did she mentioned a specific man, okay, mm-hmm. that lived right by where, I guess, this happened. And, I guess, rumors have, you know, okay. come about saying that he may or may not have talked about it or something and then disappeared afterwards. I, I'm not really sure who this person is. Um, I was able to find a couple of arrest records on him, but... I'm not 100% positive that that's who it is. So, anyway, just know if you're out there, guy, they know about you. Um, so what do they say? It's better to come clean now than for
1: them to find you and you haven't come clean.
0: Yeah, because here's here's the thing, okay? This all happened right next to the lake over there, okay?
1: Yeah, I didn't realize how close the house was the house was cuz right. it's what like you know 10 like, steps or something to exactly, the water exactly exactly
0: i don't know maybe maybe there's something in the lake that they haven't found yet maybe they'll maybe they'll go look there you know i don't know so um, i will tell you this she did explain to us that they uh, wood county does have well the wood county sheriff's office is under new uh m- management <laughs> What I call they, it? they have call? a new uh is it a new sheriff? Well, they have okay, so Wood County Sheriff's Department has, has some new people. So they have fresh eyes and yes. they are actively investigating this case now. As a matter of fact, Patricia said that I believe her and her son are meeting with them on a regular basis. Yes. So which is so great and refreshing because it's been so long with like
1: nothing and I'm just so happy that you know the right people are trying to look into it further. Mm-hmm. And not just, you know, oh, not my problem.
0: Right. Um I mean, I think it it definitely shouldn't have taken this long, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's better late than never. They're yeah, like I said they're actively investigating it and they they're going they're going they're going to they're gonna catch this person. I feel like they already have a lot to go off of, mm-hmm. and they are just waiting for that, that ball
1: to drop. They need somebody who's going to see something that mm-hmm. the didn't see or didn't care to see.
0: Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, whoever did this has bragged about it to somebody. You think? Oh, yeah. They always do. and Or just confided in somebody. And at some point, those people... Have got to come forward.
1: I can't say enough about Patricia. I just loved her. And mm-hmm. you know. I, I feel for her. I don't know how she's. Her and her family have dealt with this for so many years. Not
0: knowing. Yeah and I think. Um, I mean obviously we'll never understand. You know what she's going through. And they'll never. You know just move on. But right. they can. Seek justice for their daughter. Absolutely. Because she. I mean no one deserves that. And uh Brittany definitely deserves to have her her murderer found and Justice served. Absolutely. The new Wood County Sheriff is Kelly Cole. And uh I'm gonna go ahead and give the phone number to the sheriff's office. Yes. So it's nine zero three seven six three two two zero one. Um that's listed on their on the Wood County Sheriff's Office website. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that there are uh, individual numbers for, like, the investigations department. So if uh, anybody listening has any information or knows someone that has information, please contact the Sheriff's Office. Yes, Uh, please, please, please. And um, I, I feel like Patricia was pretty adamant about making sure that the proper authorities are notified no matter what. Because at the end of the day, only they can do something about it. Right. Only they, I mean, they, they have a case open. They have things, and for all we know, all they're waiting for is that one call to say, I saw this, or I talked to this person, or I overheard this conversation. Right. So. And what do they say? They say any little
1: thing that you think is insignificant Mm -hmm. say it and tell somebody because it may be a big deal.
0: Absolutely. I mean, with it being so close to the lake, I mean, you could have been out fishing and just seen a specific car or, you know, something, anything, something odd, something. Yeah. Or you could have seen a person fishing on the lake as well that same day. So, you know, just little things that you think don't matter could potentially matter. Right. So, so say something, tell somebody Absolutely, please contact the sheriff's office So hopefully we can have more updates on, on our unsolved uh, cases And hopefully we can have another update to this one To yes. be able to say that they have caught the person And not only will Brittany get justice But they can stop this from happening to someone else Exactly Alright, on to the next
1: Here we go